Uh, Clayton Safey, I think he is standing by. Uh, Houston, we do not have a problem. Clayton, uh, I'm getting a lot of feedback about uh, the rocket ride that Ballas talked about with Safey and Anthony Broom where Clayton threw up on his visor. They did a little rocket flight up to the edge of space and splash landed back in the Gulf of Mexico and then he barfed on the way up. So one giant step backwards for mankind. He was, the Mission Control Center, they got like the VIP tour. They went in all these places where you're supposed to have security clearance and they just basically walked around pushing buttons all day. That sounds so fun, Clayton. <laughs> yeah, we just walked right in and I think we were uh, we were good to go, but it was cool. Yeah, we checked out NASA um, and uh, obviously uh, some bigger business tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when I saw that photo of you guys at Mission Control at the Wolverine.com, I'm thinking, this is the future of the country right here. Ballas, uh, Broom, and Safey going, Roger, Apollo 17, we see aliens to your left. Yeah, that was pretty cool. All right, what, what else has been the best part of that trip connected to the game? Whether it's uh, media interviews meeting somebody what's been the highlight in houston uh before we get to kickoff yeah it was probably the media day on uh saturday and then getting to come in the stadium when michigan was practicing on saturday uh afternoon so i mean it's hard to uh you know tell for sure but i mean this team obviously just feels like it's a continuation of everything they've done all year um and the vibes seem pretty good with uh, with the Wolverines. And you would think the same thing with Washington, too. I mean, they've been kind of a team of destiny. Both teams have. So uh, just really excited. Um, you know, Michigan has never been in this spot in the national title game. They haven't won the national title since 1997. So, uh, you know, I think the message that a lot of Michigan fans are kind of feeling, you know, today is just kind of seize this moment because you never know when you're going to get back here. Um, and that's, that's kind of where things uh, – it from my standpoint uh but it's been a good couple days i hardly even know what day of the week it is anymore or you know what time zone i'm in uh coming uh you know a quick trip from pasadena but you wouldn't trade it for anything it's crazy we're covering this thing tonight and ballast doesn't make you guys pay for anything you and broom are like on you've been on like a <laughs> seriously you've been on like a 10-day vacation haven't you it's been a lot of work, but <laughs> but uh, you guys work really. I thought you're just you're going the mission control. You're going to like amusement parks. You're at Universal. You're hanging out watching the Lions game with Connor Stallions. I mean, well, look, uh, look at everything you guys are doing. You gotta watch the Lions. I mean, come on. What are we, what are we thinking here? I mean, what? Uh, I think I'm going too next week. By the way, so it's gonna be exciting. You got you got tickets to the Lions? Almost. We're working on it. Almost is your uncle because your uncle came up to me and said, "Hey Billy, how you doing? I hear you talk to my nephew Clayton. You have any tickets? A lot of people in Detroit owe me favors. Let me know." <laughs> That's right. He talked just like that when I was at the Eight Indoor Country Club. He did. They were nice. Your your family seems to borderline stalkers with me, but I'm okay with it because I I respect you and everything you do. All right, let's get to the game tonight. Uh, the matchup. We've covered uh, extended family, uh, your uh, amusement park trip to Mission Control, you throwing up on the visor on the rocket flight and the splashdown in the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, yep, you that are, all happened. Yeah, you're all, you, you, all three of you are down there actually covering a game. It's not another, you've been on two week vacation. I hope that you probably won't get from on3.com. You probably not get vacation time for six years. But 
uh, when you look at this matchup tonight, why do you like Michigan to win? And obviously, I think the number one concern is Panics throwing the ball around. Yeah, and the number one concern is that for sure. And Michigan hasn't seen a passing offense like this, and Washington probably hasn't seen a defense like Michigan. So that's kind of the matchup everyone's talking about. The way that you know they have the Joe Moore Award-winning offensive line, so getting pressure on him, which is going to be key, isn't going to be easy. And he gets the ball out quickly, and that doesn't mean it's a bunch of screens. I mean, he he's able to get the ball out quickly, and with receivers they have and the free releases they get, they're able to throw deep quickly. So that's going to be a big challenge. For Michigan. Uh, I like Michigan to move the ball though on the, the other side. Um, you know, I, I think that the Michigan offense, you know, even Texas was able to, to do that in Sugar Bowl and, you know, you've seen different teams have success against them. So um, I, I think that's why I like Michigan is just that side of the ball, them being able to control the clock. And uh, Joel Klatt was talking about this earlier in the week, but, you know, if you're able to minimize the amount of possessions in this game, then every stop you get on the other side uh, of things is like gold, you know, might, might even count as two because you, you limit their possessions. You create a sense of urgency for them each and every time they touch the ball. Uh, so, you know, that's kind of where I feel like Michigan has the edge. They should be able to run. When you look at teams like Oregon, uh, teams like Texas that played against Washington this year, they've been able to have success on the ground. So um, there's that, but there's also a, a really dangerous quarterback receiving core and offensive line on the other side that, that kind of scare you a little bit. Who's been the biggest unsung hero? Not Sandra Still, not names we would quorum. Obvious ones, J.J., O-Line. Who's been a name who you've watched every game, you've watched a lot on the DVR, where this player has been solid and big in every big win for Michigan? Who would be at the top of that list? Yeah, there are a few, but I'd go with Rod Moore, the junior safety number nine, who was banged up at the beginning of the year. Remember, he gave up that big play touchdown against Rutgers on his uh, pretty much his first snap. I think it was his third snap of the season. Uh, you know, it kind of started a little bit slow, but as he got healthier and more confident again, I mean, he's just come up big time and time again in the big games. I mean, he obviously had the interception to clinch the Ohio State game, so it's hard to call him an unsung hero. But I don't, you know, rewatching the Alabama game in the Rose Bowl, I mean, he was everywhere with big open field tackles over and over again, great coverage down the field. And I think in this game, someone like him is going to have to step up because uh, safety play is going to be important. You know, they're going to probably get some catches over the middle, some catches with room to run, but you got to bring those guys down. So I'd go with Rod Moore, but you could also point to depth on the D line and just how many different guys have stepped up there. Um, it's been a it's been a complete effort with you know one of the deepest teams I've ever seen at Michigan. Yeah, and a team that has survived uh, Harbaugh suspended for half of the regular season, survived the Connor Stallions national pylon party, uh, losing coaches in season, uh, injuries they've dealt with, and they truly epitomize what a team is all about. And they're one win away from achieving their goal. And they withstood Ohio State. Uh, they withstood Ryan Knight and Day. I'm going to try and bury Michigan off the field. Uh, they won at Penn State. Franklin hates Michigan. I mean, they just have told everybody – uh, to stick it with their actions on the field, and they can do it one final time tonight against Washington. They sure can. I mean, it's 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 felt like a couple different seasons uh, all wrapped into one. Uh, and really, when you just take it back to last year at this time, when Blake Corum, uh, I think it was today, a year ago today, that he decided to come back to Michigan. And following him were, you know, Trevor Keegan and Zach Zinter, uh, a bunch of different guys that decided to come back. So the story of this team has been really kind of a three-year story, really four-year story, going back to 2020. 
the fact that they've come this far to even get in this spot, but now they have the chance to finish the deal is, is really special for them. For Jim Harbaugh, I mean, the, the tenure and, you know, kind of the roller coaster that it's been at, at different times, but then to finally kind of get this thing rolling now um, and heading into the national championship game in year nine has been pretty remarkable to watch. So I'm excited. You know, I think it's going to be a really good game. I think it's one of, another one of those coin flip type of games. Uh, maybe not like a Georgia TCU last year. So I think we're going to have a good one. I think it'll probably uh, have you know get some pretty good ratings, and uh, you know I think it's going to be exciting to see these two teams go at it. Both teams are really hungry for a national championship. His name is Clayton Safey. He's part of the Wolverine.com team. They've been bringing you coverage during this entire run, off season into the season, uh, through the Big Ten championship game. Now uh, the trip to Pasadena. They're in Houston. It's Michigan, Washington tonight. For college football's national championship game coverage right now at the Wolverine.com during the game and post game and tomorrow could be a big celebration. Well, I guess if they win, I would think they're probably going to do something in Ann Arbor. What you know, end of this week? I would, yeah, I would think late in the week, maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe the weekend. Maybe Chrysler um, Center, right? Yeah, that or I think they did a parade after in, in 1997. So I mean, I bet there are some people working behind the scenes. Yeah, parade, parades go ahead. well in uh, January in Michigan. Well, people will be excited. Alcohol can keep you warm. Maybe I'll tell you what they, they they could open up the big house if they won the national championship. They could do it at the big house if the weather hey, if we don't get hit with a massive snowstorm. They could do it in the big house and I think and fill up that place with Michigan fans who would come from all over to celebrate. The national championship. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, no doubt. Um, yeah, they'll, they'll do something. They'll be uh, if they win, they'll or whatever team wins, they'll have a champ, uh, championship press conference in the morning, and then they'll assume they'll fly back. And a couple days later, a lot of people will be gathering. But can you imagine Ann Arbor tonight if they win? Mm, man, I tell you what, I, I'm going to be at the Brands on Leonard in downtown Grand Rapids with Johnny Brand Senior. It's open to the public. Mm. Uh, I think it's going to be crazy. Uh, I can't wait to see it. It's a it's a great matchup too. Washington's a fun team. Nothing against Alabama. Nothing against Texas. The other two Final Four teams, but Washington has been fun to watch uh, the last two years with Penix Jr. in that quarterback. Uh, before I let you go, I need your final score prediction. And is this Harbaugh or Harbaugh's and JJ's final game at Michigan? Yeah, I got 34 to 24 Michigan. I think uh, you know Washington is going to be able to to score a little bit, um, but I, I do trust this Michigan defense to kind of figure them out uh, at, at a certain point in this game, and then the Michigan offense to be able to move the football on the ground, get JJ McCarthy going a little bit. Uh, as far as Jim Harbaugh, I mean, it's just so tough to say. I think he could have gone last year to the Broncos. I think he wanted to go to the Vikings the year before. Actually, I know that, and he didn't uh, have the opportunity to. So he's unpredictable. I think he. He's going to have options this year, so I, I could see it being his last game. Um, and then J.J. McCarthy, yeah, I would say probably his last game, but we do know for a fact that uh, there are people at Michigan you know, trying to make it worth his while if he wanted to come back as well. So I think if you're J.J., you can't really go wrong because you could go this year as a first-rounder. You could also come back and be the top quarterback off the board because it's a little bit lighter of a quarterback class in 2025. So he's got some really good options there, but... I think uh, right now they got to just win this one, and then uh, I think people will be happy with those guys enough where whatever they do, uh, they will, uh, they'll will they have no problem with it. Clayton, say if you enjoy that game tonight, coverage at thewolverine.com leading up to kickoff during the game, post-game, 
Everything you need when it comes to University of Michigan Athletics at TheWolverine.com. We've heard from Ballas. We've heard from Safey. Anthony Broom will join us later. Johnny Borton from the Wolverine.com senior columnist and also co-host of the Michigan football podcast, Doug Skeen. Jim Brandstatter. Team coverage from Houston, Ann Arbor, here in Michigan. Uh, it's a historic day. Could even be a bigger night if Michigan takes care of business. Clayton, great work. Um, so happy for you and Anthony experiencing everything with Chris. Rose Bowl, California, Houston. You guys deserve it with how hard you work. Well, appreciate that, and hope you have a good night. Enjoy the game, and Happy New Year, everybody.